Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. We're back at it here on 88.3 WXUTs after further review at the final segment. We're getting to the top of the hour with Rocket Men's Basketball with WXUT Sports. And we got David Mangott Harris on the phone lines, and he's talking a little MLS soccer. Go ahead, David. Yeah, the MLS soccer season starts off today with uh, Eastern Conference play at 4.30, uh, Nashville and New York City FC. But the reason I want to talk about MLS, mainly just because this is one of the few times that we will talk about MLS before, the playoffs is because of the playoff structure heading in to the season. Now, a little bit of background really quickly. Apple TV became the primary uh, TV sponsor, you know, having all the exclusive rights to stream Major League Soccer games, which, one, already means that you're putting Major League Soccer behind a paywall as you're trying to grow a game, which everyone knows is never a good thing. That is but, true. <laughs> But, you know, they go for the money, Apple TV, streaming rights services, which also takes away all the regional mm-hmm. the regional coverage, which, again, was a, a huge aspect. You want to have guys that are local to guys and women um, that are local to the scene being in the broadcast booth just makes a big difference. And there's a lot of uproar about that when that was announced. We'll get to really see it live for itself starting today, kind of what this new era will look like. But that's what, so that's one way that their major key response to Apple TV is killing off the game because you're putting a game that you're trying to grow that a lot of people really don't get a chance to watch on regional TV. Now they have to pay subscription for it. And I'm like I'm going to pay the subscription just because I'm going to want to watch MLS, but I'm not going to be happy about it. But then they announced this past week that they're going to revamp the playoff structure because Apple, what Apple TV wants, Apple TV is going to get. And so instead of just a single elimination, you know, one and done, win in advance, they decided, hey, we want to have since we have all this money and we're going to we want more games. We're going to make the first round after we have a little play-in tournament between the eight and nine seeds. We're going to have the first round of best of three series because we want more games. Each team have a home game, and then the third would be at the higher seed, which you would, you know, it makes sense. Kind of we're used to in American sports, opening round series and baseball and in basketball, but then. After that first round, the sem- the semi conference semis, conference finals, and then the overall Major League Soccer final are back to single elimination, one and done. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like so, you want to have all these games, 
for money. We obviously know money drives everything, and it's all about the money. But in terms of killing off the game, why are you going to have this three, this best of three, and then go back to Seattle Nation? Like, yes, some teams don't get a chance to have a game on their home field, but that puts the more onus on, hey, win, do well in the regular season so that you can have the chance to be the higher-ranked team and have home field for that one-off game. Like, so now, one, and then two, aside from that, what if both games are blowouts? So then you just have, what, another another gate revenue for a team that's going to get blown out? Like, we don't know what happens in three. What if someone gets hurt and then, you know, because in that third game they went hard in the you know 88th minute, boom, they're injured, they're out for the season. Whereas if they didn't have to play the additional two games, you know, it, it's it's about money, but then it's all it's also just it doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of trying to make the game better. And if you want to make the game better, and particularly if you want the casual sports fan to care about the World Cup coming to the North America in 2026, you better have a league in place that can get people geared up, ready to watch it. Because the diehards are going to watch soccer no matter what. Like, they will find a way to watch the game. But if it's about getting the eyes of the casual viewer to really care about Major League Soccer and whatever their local markets or even lower leagues, you know, USL championship or, um, yeah, if you want to get them excited, you have to make it easier, not harder for people to watch the game at the highest professional level in your country. Because we can easily watch soccer in Europe. That's fine. It's on TV. We know how to do that. But, Watching soccer in Europe and supporting a European club is not going to help me want to support the game here locally. It might, but there's not a guarantee as if, hey, if I'm watching MLS and supporting my local team here stateside, hey, they're doing a lot of grassroots initiatives in my community, in my area. Maybe I'll check this out. Maybe I will go to one of the camps or training academies or summer programs that this puts on, and then that can get me involved in the game. But, yeah, putting putting them behind, putting your sport behind a paywall does nothing but hurt your your product, even if it is. But how much people, how many, how many are people buying or paying for it, though? I mean, we, we all know that it's about the money and, and, and cable companies. I think reason why they're putting it behind a paywall also is because TV companies can't justify giving a big major contract to the MLS like they do the NBA, Major League Baseball, um, football. Uh, so now you put it behind a paywall. Some people were saying that don't be surprised. It's a rumor that could be in five to ten years the Super Bowl might be behind a paywall, a pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, I can. And people are going to pay. Understand it. Yeah, people are definitely going to pay because it's what they want to watch. But people will, I think more people are going to be like, 
I would rather much watch the Super Bowl behind a paywall than right, let's then, say Chicago Fire versus you know CF Montreal behind a paywall on a random Saturday. But is um, it is it really no different than maybe like league passes that they have for the other major league sports? You got to pay a fee to see all the games. True, but but those are. As I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, you know, even with the NFL kind of getting, doing their new, their deal, kind of whatever, getting rid of DirecTV, kind of making them behind more. They're basically just giving Amazon full reins over their product, which is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and even kind of as I'm thinking about this out loud, like, what's Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime? Like, did that attract more people? Now, granted... It's football, and people are going to watch football no matter what, you know, crappy product or not, just because I think people love football. But people that are kind of watching or getting NBA League Pass or MLB League Pass, like, they're already deeply invested at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier for casuals, one, to go to these games, maybe baseball more, more so than football, but... Is the casual going to be like, oh, Apple TV, Major League Soccer, I want to watch all these games? Yeah. Like, is, is it less likely? Like, the diehards, I agree. They're going to pay whatever for the monthly subscription. True. Like, but the diehards are also the ones that we know are going to go to the games in person as much as possible. Whereas, you know, is a casual person going to go want to watch? a Major League Soccer game, whereas they'd be more likely to go watch a Major League Baseball game or go to an NBA game in person, kind of see it live. But yeah, paywalls and subscriptions are the, going to be the death of, kind of professional sports in general, but that's a whole other – that could be an entire show, kind of talking about that. Yeah, it, uh, it, like I said, it, it does suck. I, I do tell people that. Um, that you know everything's going towards a paywall, and I don't think it should. But that's the name of the game. It's about trying to, uh, basically pay for everything. Everything is everything is made for profit. Yeah, money money runs the world, and I mean, am I going to pay hundred dollars for a season to watch? All the MLS soccer games? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'll just be honest. And like, I'm the soccer guy here. Like, I can use that hundred dollars for many different things. But at the end of the day, we'll see how it goes. If you want to, you know, for MLS, they they're taking the Apple TV money, and we will. We will see come six months or even midway, not even six months because that's the end of the season. Um, by, we'll see by July whether this was a success or an epic failure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, 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 we, will, we will see. And as I said before, it's everything's for pay now. And as I mentioned before, heck, I'm even thinking about cutting the cord because cable is, is outrageous. I'm thinking about just going straight internet and maybe buying either Hulu or YouTube TV because this – they they say that it's funny 
they say that kind of countries in a recession, but they sure as hell finding money to pay these TV contracts and they're getting the money from the TV contracts because people are paying on these subscriptions. So where's our money really going? Makes you wonder, huh? In the hands of, you know, the big 1% and the people that are more concerned about us having TV streaming services and paying for that instead of, you know, supporting what we really need, which is better broadcast teams and news and supporting our local journalists and sports journalism and not taking away regional broadcast TV network deals. You knew that was going to happen. I mean, let's just be honest. You you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but doesn't make it go down any easier, though. Right. Well, David, good show as usual. Um, thanks to Darren Cohn for actually coming in and uh, not coming in, but actually taping a segment with us. Got some good high school basketball talk in there. Uh, Frank Master couldn't make it because uh, of the snowstorm. I think he had some things that happened that pulled up. So he'll probably be back in the studio uh, next week. Uh, for, uh, David, what you got planned for this weekend? Uh, finished watching some college basketball right here on CBS and Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and then XFL. Surprise. Mm. We'll get to that next week. But, mm. yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Well, take it easy, David. Start see you next week. All right, man. That was David, the man of God Harris here on 88.3 WSUT. After further review, as I told you before, uh, we'll be getting at the top of the hour Rocket Men's Basketball as it is senior uh, night. And uh, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, for them as uh, Cedric Milner and uh, JT, J, JT Shoemate will be honored. Uh, but that'll be coming up here in a few minutes. But once again, you listen to 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. If you missed the show, we got it on iTunes and SoundCloud. WHT's After Further Review with a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. For David and Frank, I'm Derek. We'll see you when you see you. Coming up next, Rocket Men's Basketball here on 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review. Peace. We're out.